Father in heaven, as we, um, as we spend this time together, we pray for your Holy Spirit to please be with us, to teach us. You know the areas that each one of us need to learn more about, to make ourselves more effective servants of yours, to, to help us to be um, more optimal in our lifestyles. We, we pray for your help your wisdom, your guidance. And we thank you that this is your will for each one of us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So as we have been talking about coaching, one of the aspects we talked about was building on strengths. And so as Joanne so sweetly has um, shared again that when I realize that I have a positive strength, I start to build on that and that produces the desire to strengthen myself in this area, which makes me stronger in other areas, and, and, um, and that helps me to be more passionate about life and to reach goals. So this is part of what we've called the appreciative inquiry, to find out, to help people discover and appreciate that God-given characteristic that they have. Okay, we have a couple of new people here, so if you all would help me to, let, uh, to explain, what is coaching? What's coaching all about? Would somebody just shout out what coaching is all about? Moving from where we are to where we want to go. It's not about solving the problems of the past, but it's about saying, here's where I am, and this is where I want to go. Anything else? Listening. So one of the qualities of being a good coach is intentional listening. And what does that mean? It's paying attention to what the other people are saying. Paying good attention to what the other person is saying. I thought we had another comment there. Um, but intentional listening is also looking at what a person is not saying. We're watching their body language. We're, we're thinking about what we know about this person and... Um, and so that we're, we're looking at a, a deeper picture here. Getting yourself out of the way. We have feelings that bubble up when we have conversations, and oftentimes we go, that people tell us an experience, and we want to insert our experience, and we want to tell them how we feel. But the coaching um, mindset is one that is accepting and listening and drawing out the feelings of the other. And we call this empathy, when I can actually begin to feel what the other person is feeling rather than concentrating on my own feelings. I'm try I am curious, how many questions can I ask in order to really understand? And if I think I understand, I want to be even more curious about what is going on in the other person's mind. How does it make another person feel when they have been listened to? How does it make you feel when someone actually listens to you? You know, I want to say about that curiosity, too, that when we show curiosity to people, that's, that's showing that we believe in them. That's showing that we have confidence in what, what they have to offer, that they are able to think and to do themselves you know this is the way God's created them mm -hmm. and that kind of works into autonomy we've we spent some time on that and what is autonomy autonomy that's when we give people the choice we 
we respect what they're saying and we, um, you know, we don't try to change them. We're, we're really respecting them for, for their own thoughts. We have people, in our last session, one of the questions that was asked to Dr. DeRose is, how do we change another person who doesn't want to change? You know, and we all have loved ones that are doing things that are harmful to them. They're making choices that we see as going down the wrong road, and we're going to go, stop, stop, don't you know what you're doing? And if it comes to the table, you know, of, of, you know, they're drinking too many sodas or eating too much sugar or whatever they're doing, and, and they're at a risk for diabetes. We want them to change. But what helps a person change? I mean, we don't change others. Who changes them? What helps a person to change is, is what they hear themselves say. When they hear themselves say it. So asking questions with love and not with finger pointing, but having this desire of love that's coming through and realizing they have a choice. Now, people know if you're after them and you have an agenda, don't they? Whether they're in your house or at work or wherever. So a coach's mindset is that another person has intelligence, they have a free will. They can motivate themselves in some areas. And if I can tap into that motivation that they have in another area and help them to see how they can take that motivation in the area of work and put it into their area of lifestyle, then they, they will create the impetus to be motivated within themselves, this intrinsic motivation. And that's the lasting motivation mm -hmm. that helps people to move toward change. Mm -hmm. uh, what have I not mentioned that a new person would need to know that we haven't said? What's something that has impressed you that maybe you've been reminded of while you've been here that has really struck that a coach does this? It's not being a counselor. It's not being a therapist. It's not being an educator. That's not what coaching is about. There are places where we need all of those people, right, and all those disciplines. But that's not what coaching is about. Coaching is moving a person to the next level and finding out where that motivation lies within that person. We learned yesterday that Jesus asked a lot of questions. How many questions were in the four books of Luke? I mean, the four Gospels. Lots of them. Like, lots of them. 307 questions that Jesus asked. Did he know the answers to those questions already? Yes, yes but he was drawing out information because we believe what we say, yeah. what we hear ourselves say. So what were those three core coaching skills? We've talked a little bit about them. We've said them, but just identify them again. What, were, what are the three core coaching skills? Number we one. We mentioned the listening, the intentional listening, and that's, that's really the most important one. What were, we, what were we just talking about? Jesus asked... Questions, so good, open-ended, powerful questions. And then there's a third area that we, we were practicing a lot those first couple of days especially. Reflections, perceptive reflections, yes. Okay, are we ready to do our demo? We are ready. 
Okay. Uh, shall we put a couple of chairs yep. here in the front? Yep. Let's do okay. that. So we are going to do another demo, and then we're going to give you time to practice today. Yeah, there is. And if you, if you don't, this is yesterday's handout, and I'd like you to have one of these, especially if you don't have it, even if you have one in your room, but you don't have it today. I'd like you to have that. We want you to look at day three as we do the first demo. And so what we're, what we're going to do is... Um, this is yesterday's. <laughs> But we want you to have a copy of it today to look at. Last night I asked, I asked a friend of mine if she would help me in this demo since she's been coming to the classes. And, and I know that Donna is very interested in, in Christian coaching. And so she's going to come up here. And Donna Bullock, and I really appreciate your bravery here. <laughs> Pray for me. <laughs> and so what we're going to do is... Um, just like what you have on your sheet there, we're going to, you know, if you, this is like a script. And so it, you don't have to follow every question, but if, as you use something like this, then it, it kind of takes away the, a little bit of that question and so that you can, of, of what to do next, so that you can pay more attention to the person that you're talking with. And so. You need to be close enough that you can. Oh, that's right. We're going to be. Be close. close. <laughs> so anyway, um, so Donna's just going to start right out asking me this question. Okay. And you'll have to have that real close to your mouth, too. Okay. So what, did you wait, did you just say? Oh, yeah. The back side of your hand out there. Okay. So, Joanne, what's, what's a healthy habit that you would like to have? Well, what I'd... I'd like to do is, is um, practice, I'd like to do some knee exercises. Okay, um, tell me more. Why, why would you want to do the knee exercises? Well, I'd like to do them because every now and then I have some pain in my knees. Is it severe? You know, it's not really a problem actually. It doesn't, doesn't bother me that, many, that often, but sometimes it does, and so I, I think if I got my knees stronger, then it, it wouldn't bother me. Okay, so um, any particular reasons why that's really important to you right now? Yeah, um, it's important to me because I want to, I want to be strong, you know, physically. I want to be able to continue to, to, to walk. Okay, so you don't want it to compromise your exercise that you're already doing is that what you're saying yeah I love walking uh -huh. and I I'd like to be able to continue to do that for the rest of my life sure <laughs> sure any other um, reasons why it's important to you um, other than keeping up your exercise <laughs> um, well I think that it's important to me to have strong knees so that I can um, one thing is that I think that, you know, I'm, I'm a better example. If I, I just, you know, I'm always just kind of trying to think of ways to be um, a better role model, and so I think that would be another way to help me. Um, sure. I think actually something I think about a lot is that my dad and my brother had bad knees, and, um, and my dad will be 94 next month. Really? <laughs> wow. 
And, uh, it, it, and so anyway, I, I do a lot of things for him, and I'd sure. like to be able to still do that. Okay, so it impacts not only yourself, but um, your relationship then. You want to be there for your dad. and Yeah. 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 All right. Um, can you tell me maybe something from recently or from the past, a challenge, a similar challenge that you had in terms of forming a new habit and how you worked through that? Um, well, I, I, I was just mentioning I, I like to walk, so that would probably be, a, be something similar, I'm thinking. Um, so walking is something that I like to do, and I've been doing it for a long time. I'm pretty regular at that. Okay. So how was it that you were able to establish that habit, or how did that become strong in your life? Um, well, um, establishing that habit, I think... Um, I think when I when I started walking, it was when I was with a, um, I was kind of living in an, an area where there was a lot of other people um, that were very interested in taking care of their health, okay. and so that was that was exercise was something that they were regularly doing, and I think that helped me. So you enjoyed doing it with other people, or that was motivating to you? Yeah, and even if I didn't do it with them, I just knowing that they were doing it and that it was important to them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, okay, do you have anything else that helped you in terms of establishing that habit or anything else that you can think surrounding that? Um, well, oh, I think, um, you know, it's been helpful as far as where we've lived. Before we, we moved to where we were at, we lived um, not very far from Lake Michigan, and so I would... I love taking walks on the along the lake, and and I there's things that I enjoy doing when I take a walk. I I like to take my scripture cards, or I like to have something to listen to, and so I find a, a very enjoyable experience. I really like doing it. So it sounds like you had a beautiful environment and something that really inspired you. Yeah. In, in forming that habit. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, should we just brainstorm a, a few ideas that may help you in setting the goal that you would like to in terms of strengthening your knees? Um, yeah, we could, we could, I would, yeah, because, you know, I, I've wanted to do it for a long time. <laughs> okay. And I don't. <laughs> so you've had it on your list to do for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty important to me, but I just haven't bit the bullet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, do you have any ideas at this point how you could move that up on your um, on your list, or how it, how it could <laughs> you know just from what we've talked about? Yeah. Um, well, I know that uh, I have I have collected exercises oh, okay. in the past. I saw. Somewhere I have some exercises that, that I think are doable. Okay. Um, I, I've, I've watched them on 3ABN. I've watched the uh, exercise program, okay. and they have one on there about, you know, your knees. I think there's two of them, actually. And I've, I've watched those, and I've kind of exercised with those before. Okay. 
So you have some tools there. That yeah. You could. All right. Yeah. Um, anything else that you can think of? All right. Anything else? Um, um, mm, I'm having a hard time thinking of something else. <laughs> do, you mind, do you mind if I throw out an idea? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, it seemed to me that when you established your walking exercise and so forth, you enjoyed doing it with other people or just knowing that others were doing it. Uh-huh. Is there anyone that you can think of that could benefit from those same type of knee exercises that you could kind of buddy up with? And mm. Even if you didn't do the exercises mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. just um, to keep mm-hmm. contact with each other. Oh, that's an, oh, an accountability partner. Right. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I could add that to the list. Okay. <laughs> that would probably help. All right. <laughs> Maybe you would be my... <laughs> well, I'd be glad to do it. Oh, sure. Cool. Yeah. You could call me anytime or... Wow. Yeah. Thank you. And I have my own exercises I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I just another thing that I was thinking of, I'm, I'm just trying to want, think why it's something that is hard for you to get around to doing. Um, would you enjoy listening to something or watching something while you're doing the exercises? Oh. Would that be helpful? Yeah, that would, that would be another good idea. Yeah, I definitely would add that to my list okay. of things to, to choose from. Thank you. Have you been able to put your finger on the exercises where they're at? Or you said you had some exercises. I have them. I have to. And I don't think they're very hard to find, but I just haven't done it. So I think that would be. Actually, that might be what I'd need to start with. Okay. I think probably that would help me okay. to start to find the exercises. Like maybe, maybe this coming week I might look for those exercises. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Would that be your goal? Yeah, I think that would be my my goal for this coming week. Okay, so we so we do have a goal, and it sounds pretty specific, right? You're gonna be doing it this week. Yep. Is there, is there anything else you would like to add to that from what we've talked about? Or so so I think um, this week. Um, Give me a you know a couple of days after camp meeting. I'll uh, I will find those. I think what I'll do is that I'm going to commit to finding those exercises by Monday morning. Okay. Mm, Monday afternoon. <laughs> 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 and uh, at least I'll start with that. And who knows? Maybe I'll even do them this week. But I'll see. But anyway, I do want to find them. So you've got to start. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much, Donna. I'm going to do it. Good. So, Donna, how did that feel for you to go through this and just use the questions? Well, it was definitely helpful to have the, have the questions. Um, it still feels a little awkward. Learning something new. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so what we were trying to demonstrate here is that when you're going through coaching with another person, that there are some specific questions that help to guide you. And it may feel a little bit awkward 
as you're coaching someone into a new behavior, but they are, um, they're, they're there and they are striving to learn something new to apply into their lives. And when, wh what, what were some of the things that you heard as you know, she was doing I this? Maybe I could just say something first that, uh, you know, because this, it, it, you know, it wasn't like rocket science really. It wasn't that, you know, Donna wasn't that professional, but she, she did a really good job. She did, she did just what I needed. You know, she showed me her care. She showed me her acceptance. She showed me autonomy, empathy, calmness, kindness. I mean, she was doing all of that. And, and I felt it. And, um, and, you know, I feel more, I'm going to, Get those exercises out by Monday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> I, you know, I, so it's, you know, I'm, this is real. That was a real thing that I want to do better in, so. What were some of the observations that you had? There were several ideas, brainstorming, and that's something that we talked about earlier in the week is, you know, we really want to tell people what to do. Come on. You know, this is the list, and if you just do it, then everything would be Okay. But she asked permission. First she asked, do you have some ideas? Have you, do you have some ideas that's worked in the past to help you to move toward a goal? And then, uh, do you mind if I give you some suggestions? And that's different than saying, I think you oughta, you know, and then you give everybody a list because that's more of a command. So mm -hmm. she asked with brainstorm, yes. I thought maybe something would come up about does it seem to be something that's getting in the way of you getting started? Yes, and um, and there there uh, the coaching method has kind of evolved over time. And uh, in the earlier days, we actually did say, you know, what do you think would get in the way? But the new thought now in helping people move toward change is to focus on the positive. And to say, and to try to keep, because when you say, what do you think might be your problem by getting there, it's almost saying, I don't really believe you're going to make that. You know, something's going to come up and get in your way. But uh, when the obstacle comes up, we do have a set of questions that we have given to you on another day that says when the, and, and we'll talk more about it tomorrow too, but when the obstacle comes up, there are questions that you ask of what would it be like if that obstacle was not there? Or, you know, how have you worked around this in the past? So there are some specific ways to keep moving forward in the conversation uh, to help people to reach that goal, to see it clearly so that they can see that picture in their mind of I can actually make this happen in my life. And, and um, you see, again, that we used a story she asked me, have I, has there been a time recently or in the past where I've had a similar challenge and how I've gotten through that? When we, when we get to a story, then we can, you know, we visualize things better that way. And we, we can see that we've made success. And, and as we said yesterday, stories reach our emotions, and emotions get us into motion. If we were to just go right to... Um, here's the problem, and let's come up with some solutions and skip 
over the story and what helped me to make that story happen and why that was such a, a great thing for me, it, the likelihood of me, you know, really following through, um, of course, you don't know if I'm going to follow through yet, but the likelihood increases greatly as we get a story and, and hear why that was such a great thing for us. Mm -hmm. Because we've tried a lot in the past of just saying, and as a dietitian, you know, I was taught in the beginning, well, a person is diabetic. You go into the room and you say, okay, this is what you do. la di da di da di da These are the things. Do you think they went home and did it? Not mm -hmm. usually. Every once in a while you find somebody that was, oh, thank you for telling me all these things I need to do, and I'm off and running. But most people won't do that. Uh, you can say, you know, to lower your blood pressure, you know, you need to reduce your weight and you need to, you know, eat, eat more potassium foods and you need to, uh, you know, get your blood sugar under control. And, um, but brainstorming those ideas and then saying, and there's a place for all this information, just like Dr. DeRose, he told us today about how to take care of diabetes. Was anybody here? Were you motivated to do something? because you heard some information. But that's different than somebody coming up and saying, you know, Ruth, this is what you have to do, you know. But if you hear it and you, and there were many, many things mentioned, but there may only be one thing that I'm walking out of here that I'm deciding to do. But that's because I have free will and I can do that. Any comments? Yes. No, that took a long time. Yes, it did. Yeah, but there, there are ways to use coaching that we have mentioned in the past, like somebody's walking in to church, and you ask them, you know, tell me about uh, a great experience that you had this week, or tell me about a blessing that's in your life. I mean, that is asking a question, that's more than how are you, and, and it can be a very short encounter, but it's deeper than, oh, how are you, what do we say, we don't really get into uh, if you don't want to have the conversation, you say, how are you? <laughs> you know, and some people can tell if you really mean it or not. But if you're greeting at the door and you really, or you're meeting somebody in Sabbath school, and you really want to have a conversation about what's going on, and you want to listen, then you make the conversation. And you ask questions that you don't answer with a yes or no. Did you have a good week? I mean, did you have a good week? I mean, is that going to bring out a conversation? I doubt it, unless, you know, sometimes it will, but not usually. Um, when I walk over here from the church, the, the pastor, one of the pastors sitting for the safety, he always says, when I come over, he says, how are you doing? And I said, I'm fine. He's always in, I communicate like that. Uh-huh. And you appreciate that. And uh, it's like, said, I was like, I'm fine, and, and just walk up and... I have no problem talking to other pastors. Uh huh. And, uh, talking to other pastors that I don't really know the pastor, but I still I will carry on the conversation with them. So, so someone asked you how you were doing, and you engaged in a conversation with them and felt very comfortable with it. Yeah. And sometimes that will happen. Yes. Okay. You know, what I get from this as I've been the days that I've been here, actually from the start. Accumulatively, it seems to me that you you're meeting a person where they are. You're meeting someone where they are, um, and you're able to to say to them, 
and I and I don't use me as an example. And you're able to not, say to I them, like my son, I know that my contours, as I've gotten older, I got a stomach. Okay, you have an issue, and back. and you want to lose That's a few okay. pounds. Yes. I said I work, you know, in in the in. I'm good. It seems like as as you're talking to me, I'm talking to you. Let's focus in on what works. Focus on what works. Walking, mm -hmm. It could be eating, mm -hmm. uh, walking, exercising, watching your diet, mm -hmm. any number of things. Mm -hmm. And then you know, and and then it, it, it seems to me you're saying, listen. It, and I I'm using this word because I use it a lot with me now. It, let's, let's build on the positive. Build on the positive. In, incrementally. I'm not going to be a big splash. I know good and well I'm not getting ready to drop 50 pounds in 30 days. You're not going to drop 50 That's pounds it. in 30 I'm days. I'm saying me mm -hmm. and, and with someone else that may look like me uh -huh. and say, listen, listen, it'll work. Just, just first be patient with yourself. Be patient. Focus in on what has worked. What has worked yeah, in the past. In a short time, like you were saying, mm -hmm. if I don't have an hour, I don't. Yeah. And I mean, I run into people like that too. Mm -hmm. When I work and when I walk, mm -hmm. you know, they're like, oh, I'm just doing a half a mile. I said, you're doing a half a mile. You're doing a half mm -hmm. a mile and that's not, a good thing. It's not as fast mm -hmm. as you. It doesn't need to be fast as right. you. You're doing it. Right. And if you would just be, if it's one day, two day, it's only it's seven days in a week. So mm -hmm. if you try twice. At least we've, we've gotten the process started. Mm -hmm. Now, just work with me. But build on the positives exactly. incrementally. Yes. Watch my food. Yes. Uh, I'm usually talking about diabetic. I'm right. Close to it. So it's just a matter of watching what I'm doing, and I'm going to build on the success. And when you build on that success, this, yeah. Because if I build on all of, you know, I'm fat. Well, what else you telling me? I don't know. Yeah. Let me tell you this, and by the way, I'm not getting ready to make a splash and lose 50 pounds. Uh -huh. So you're saying you're, you're saying that it builds momentum for you when you have a when you have a win, you're more exactly. likely to have another to put put the effort into having another win. It, you know, it's like it's almost like our children when they have a win, they're looking for another. They're looking for another win sure. when you have a win. Success breeds success. That's exactly, mm -hmm. and I'm noticing that as I've been right. reading this and, and mm -hmm. really learning how as I listen to my And wife. so you're so listening. Let me let you finish it. Oh, you're okay. you're allowing your wife to finish her oh, sentences? Oh. I'm, I'm talking to her. I said, excuse me, let me just be quiet. Let you finish. And let me just, let me let that box. So it's, ha it's having an effect in other areas of your life. Yeah. yeah. Is this a positive, so is this a positive effect? It has been so holistic. You know, I'm, I'm laughing <laughs> because I'm talking to my wife and I always want to, you know, wait a minute. That's such a good thought. No, wait a minute. I just let it get done. I'm like, done. So. And I know she's waiting for me to respond. I'm like, I'll just let this sink in. So I'm you're giving her time, have, and you're acting interested. I am interested. It's you're like, in, you're interested. So Stop. Uh huh. She'd have the word out. I know what you're getting ready to say. You're getting ready to say. Uh -huh. I couldn't get the word out. Uh -huh. I'm learning. I am learning. You're learning. As I've been sitting here and reading, it's like, just be quiet. Just, just be <laughs> quiet. <laughs> yeah. I read that, the, I wrote, read that the, the definition of wisdom is, number one, that you know a whole lot. 
And number two, that you don't that you keep your mouth shut. <laughs> you say very little. I am learning. Uh, yes. Uh, because we, we, we are so prone to tell everybody everything we know. We interrupt others. Mm -hmm. As soon as someone says, I have this experience, we jump in with, oh, I have this experience too. And we don't really listen to what the other is saying. And so that's what the whole coaching model is about, is caring about what the other person wants to share. And that does take mm -hmm. some time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can be a, a, when a person is actually listening to you, as we've done in some of the other demonstrations, and you've noticed that, that it, it changes you. And you've had this experience in our, as you've been practicing, that even if they're reading it from the paper, but they're listening, mm -hmm. you feel it. Mm -hmm. You feel when somebody listens, and that's a form of love. Mm -hmm. But we are in a society where people are being bombarded with all kinds of information all the time. They are coming to our health programs, and they're saying, I want help. And so what we're trying to teach is that one thing. What's that one thing that I can leave with this week and be successful? And the studies show that that one powerful habit, if I focus on just drinking water, and I focus on that, I'm going to actually do some other healthy things in my life just because I'm focusing on that one thing. So if I'm setting that one goal of I'm going to eat beans, you know, once a day <laughs> or whatever it is, it actually increases my desire and motivation and, and uh, enthusiasm for living a healthful lifestyle in other areas. And how does that accomplish by having conversations with people and helping them to see where am I now and where do I want to go? I want to lose 50 pounds. Well, what's my goal? I'm going to drink seven glasses of water a day. Really? You think that's going to help me lose 50 pounds? That's the one thing that I'm going to focus on and I don't have a thousand things here. So it sounds like it's coming through. Any other comments? Yes. I just want to say I think it's just wonderful this co whole coaching idea because we're in such a fast-paced life. Who listens to anybody anymore? Who listens to anybody in this fast-paced society? So for us to actually listen with people to clear where we are, I think that's going to really give a positive influence. So listening to people will really give a positive influence. And it's a form of love, isn't it? It's yes. It's a Christian grace. The gifts of a spirit is patient. Yeah, be patient in that long conversation. Huh? But the mindset of a coach is actually wanting and being curious about the other, just as we mentioned before. And I really care about what's going on in your life, and I want to know more, and I'm going to keep asking questions until, um, until I understand in a better way. And that changes everything. And even if we don't solve the problem, just being heard, and I'm speaking those words, it helps me solve, it helps me to understand how I'm thinking. Because sometimes those thoughts go crazy, crazy, crazy in your mind. But when I can speak it out and hear it, I go, oh, that's what I'm thinking. So Have this, you experienced this making sense? So you feel like you can go home from here and, and 
practice some listening skills and making some of those those reflections. This is what I hear you saying, and so and, a reflection is. So you're you're reflecting like I just when I told Donna that I wanted to do knee exercises, and so she just said, "Oh, back, you want to do some knee exercises? You're thinking about knee exercises. Mm -hmm. um, tell me more about why that's important to you." And so then that you see that that can just lead into a conversation, and and as we've said before, try to do. At least two reflections for every question. So you're not just bombarding them with, tell me this, tell me that, tell me that. Yeah. It's a reflecting yeah. of the thoughts yes. that are there. Yes, because that's, that's what drawing out is about. As we draw out people and they say what they want, what they're thinking, they're going to hear themselves. And they're either going to notice the discrepancy of where they would like to be compared to where they're at. Or they're going to see, they're going to hear the um, changes that they are making, or they're going to hear what they really want. So those reflections are are vital. It just shows interest. Many times we do that just naturally by going, uh huh, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. But to have the mindset of I really care and I want to know more, mm -hmm. and by repeating makes yeah. a difference. Yeah. Okay, is it time for them to yeah. do and some so, practice? Yes, and so uh, on the back of your page, this is yesterday's handout, and you'll see that the um, you're going to break up into pairs. That's Two what or we three. would like. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or if or if you're not, if you'd rather not take part in it, but you would like to observe, then you'd be in a group of three, and you're going to take about ten minutes to to go through this. And actually, that's pretty fast. Because there's, there's a lot of a lot that could be uncovered in these questions. And so, but if you could just take 10 minutes where you're interviewing somebody, you're the coach, um, and then switch around and, and, and go back and And our question forth. is, what's a healthy habit that you would like to have in your life? And so what we'll do is, is when you, during that 10 minutes, we'll time it for 10 minutes and we'll give you a one-minute warning that it's time to you know, bring it together, make sure you've got your goal, your SMART goal set. And after we finish that, we do have two new handouts for today that we will share with you. Yes? Um, I think we're going to just do the one. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do the one. So break up into twos or threes. Follow the script that's on the back of the sheet. And somebody's asking the other, what's a healthy habit that you would like to have? Let's see where we go from here. Okay, you want to start wrapping up your conversation? Okay. Yeah, go. You can just wrap up your conversation. Are you you're not are you getting ready to start or are you wrapping up? Oh, no. I think we're this is all we're going to do today. <laughs> the time, the clock. Oh my. <laughs> Okay, tell us about your experience. How'd it go? I thought it went pretty well, only I was... It went pretty well. I found myself interjecting more of my stuff. I was listening. You were listening, but you really had a lot that you could have helped her with your ideas. Yeah, and, and that, is, that is such... That is a strong pull, isn't it? <laughs> of, you know, I really do have some answers for you, and just let me tell you what to do. Um, 
Yes. I thought she did a very good job at reflecting and brainstorming. Okay, so she asked permission to give you some ideas. Uh, asking permission, you know, that sounds kind of awkward, but why is it important? It's, it's just another way to show autonomy, showing respect, showing that uh, you believe in them, that they have great ideas. And so if you have something that you think would be helpful, just ask them, would you, would you like me to give an idea here? And many people have, you got a great idea from your partner, didn't you? of your issue. And so you can give some good ideas, but we are not trying to make you a counselor. You know, and people come to health programs, and that's kind of what this whole gist is about. People are coming to health programs, but you are not the health professional that's going to tell them what to do. You're going to draw out the things that they've been learning in their class and what is it that's going to work for you. And that's the whole idea behind this. But you can say, you know, I may I share an experience with you that worked for me? And that's appropriate, isn't it? But you asked permission. Okay. Did, that's what I was going to say. That's, that's what you said. Oh, okay. I wish you had said it. <laughs> okay, next. There was another hand. Okay, what else did you learn from your partner or from your or experience? Or what was the experience like for you? That was a better question. Either experience? as the coach or as the speaker, what was it like for you? Yes. It was fun. <laughs> Even when you go buy a script, it's which, fun, isn't Which it? part were you? I was the um, coach. You were the coach. And tell us about why, what made it fun. Well, we had success at coming up with... You, you had success. Oh. All right. <laughs> tell us, um, how, how about our coachee? Tell us about your success and how that was for you. It was fun. She had to work hard. But you felt like she listened to you. And that makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah. And you came up with some solutions on, on a habit that you can work on. And what is your confidence? What, what was the habit? What is the thing that you wanted to change? To try to exercise more. To exercise more. And, and did you, you know, we didn't do this in the front, but did you, did you ask her the confidence level? And, and what was your confidence? Seven. Uh, Seven. We'll take it. Yeah. And what do you do if the confidence level is a five or a six? Yeah, you can ask, well, what would make that a seven? And sometimes people will come up with their, they'll, they'll come up with stuff. And you can raise it. But if you can't get it up in the seven or eight, then you start thinking about, well, maybe let's, let's make this more realistic so that I feel more confident that I can actually do this. Maybe like three times a week, three days a week rather yeah. than Or one day a day. week. Yes. Or, you know, 10 minutes instead of 20 minutes. Or, you know, you, you, you make it where it'll work, where you can say, yes, I can do this. Okay. Who else had some experience? It's your turn, Mary. Okay. Um, we had a good experience together. You had a good experience. Yes. Um, Tracy was asking me. She was asking you. And I said, I need to drink more water. You need to drink more water, okay. However, I was going oh. a problem. I'm a nurse. You're a nurse. So you don't get regular breaks. You don't get breaks. You have to drink water. Then you have to go to the bathroom. Okay. We were brainstorming. You were brainstorming some ideas. How, we, how it could be done. 
How could you do that? So we came up with um, that I would try five glasses of water at different times, and hopefully, and then that I would do it seven times a day, seven times a week, and. Um, I know that I could do this because I, I'm always thirsty anyway. Uh-huh. But I just to force myself to. <laughs> so you found some strategies to increase your water supply, even in some of the constraints that you have at work, and you found that through brainstorming, things that you hadn't really thought about doing before. You did it before, but you needed to get back to it. And that is very, very common, that people have had this good habit in the past. And so you draw on that, and then you bring back those memories, those stories. And as they tell the stories, they go, I did this before. I can do this again. And it helps to reignite that motivation, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, yes, Ruth. We had a hard time getting going. You had a hard time getting started. She was mentioning exercise, but she's already doing exercise. Oh, She's all, years. So, so she's been doing the exercise. So then she mentioned the gardening, but she does that too. She does everything. So eventually, um, I asked her, she wants to return to being a vegetarian. Oh, okay. So okay, so finally you found sound something to work with. But in her situation, she has in a home where she cooks meat for others, you see, in a home. Yes. So then we had to kind of brainstorm on, well, you know, how could she do that? How could she, how could she work the habit into her life? And did you feel like you came up with some ideas? Well, I, to think about. Yeah, I told her that I, I was when you're cooking, yeah. And so there, there were some ways. So you brainstormed some ideas of how to, how to live up to the goal that you have. And do you feel pretty confident that you are able to do that? Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> Okay, right now we're handing out the handouts for day four, and uh, there were two of them. So we thought we'd move along a little quicker than we actually did this week. Uh, but you will find that there is um, there's a handout that, that talks about uh, appreciative inquiry, finding out what people do well. And, uh, and there's a greeting at church that we put there. What is something that gave you joy this week? What are you thankful for? So this is something you can use as people are coming into church, or maybe you're sitting beside someone before church begins, and you're just wanting to have a short conversation or show that you really care about somebody. And so you ask this question, or maybe you're in Sabbath school waiting for it to start. As people leave a church or health event, you ask, what was something that impressed you about the, uh, the program today? Or what positive choices will you make as a result of being here today? So those are some specific things that could be uh, discussed. Uh, on the back of the pink sheet, you'll see creating conversations, some open-ended questions that are personal when you're dealing with exercise or nutrition, weight management, stress, energy, life satisfaction, and then some general health or other issues. Uh, So you're just trying to make a conversation. You said you have some children. Tell me about them. And then you just start doing the reflection and asking about them. What fitness activities do you enjoy now? And it gets people excited about telling you what they're doing, and they get even more motivated because they shared those. So you can uh, see lots of questions that are, that are listed there, and we took this from one of the coaching manuals. 
Tell us about the, the, the green sheet. Sure, on the green sheet, this is actually a, a, um, a more of an expanded coaching session. You could spend 30 to 60 minutes on this green sheet. There's more questions here. It actually starts out with, it's called session opening. Um, one thing I'll mention about this, this handout is that where you, you see where it says session opening, it's a little darker in color there. This is divided up into different sections, but you, it, you have to kind of look at it closely to see it on this green paper. So the first section is called session opening, and then go down to the little ways to the, towards the bottom. It's called generative moment. Oh, you didn't get? Oh, thank you. Thank you. That makes sense. So first of all, we see session opening, and then a little bit down there, we see weekly goal review, and then generative moment. And so, and then um, setting a SMART goal is on the back of that first page. But I'm just pointing that out because these questions are based on that, um, those little titles there. Um, anyway, you'll see that there's questions on one side, there's coaching tips on the other side of, of it. And when you look at the generative moment, it's very close to what we just had on the on the purple sheet that we practiced together. It's just like I say, this is more expanded. It'll give you more questions to choose from. So for those who are looking to do this at uh, maybe a little deeper level, there's some information there. We also have a couple of resources, and we can talk more about those maybe tomorrow. This is Lily Tryon. She has a whole series. Uh, it's a book and DVDs. She's a Seventh-day Adventist nurse who's taking coaching and, and uh, created a learning experience called Coaching Lasting Lifestyle Change. Uh, and then... If you want, if you're interested in actually getting trained as a church, Well Coaches is probably one of the, the, the most popular places, and this happens to be the workbook that you can actually order online, but you can become a certified coach, um, at which is what um, Joanne has done and Vicki Griffin is working on. So um, we're going to be wrapping up for today, and tomorrow our session is on group coaching. So if you are doing sessions and um, you're providing information on how you, use, how you do this same method in a group setting, uh, and I hope we've demonstrated some of that over the week, but uh, we're gonna, I'm going to show a five-minute help PowerPoint and then show how you would coach, use the coaching methods in a group. So that's what we're doing tomorrow. Are there any last comments or questions? Okay, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for our time here today. Help us to learn how to be listeners like you. Help us to know how to ask those uh, questions that bring out the, a person's heart and desire and motivation like you did. And we want to reflect your character. Teach us how to be like you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, 
please visit www.audioverse.org.